Hello, I am Amber Dolenbeth. Hi, I'm Marky Alfonso. And this is the Let's Talk About It podcast. Whatever it is, formerly known as the Speak Up podcast, which is now retired. However, all of our episodes from Speak Up is still available for our listeners. The only thing that's changed is our name and our names have changed as well. But you'll have to listen to the episode to hear more about that. This week, it is a heartfelt conversation about our lives and whereabouts over the last year. We dive deep into the hardships of motherhood, postpartum depression, partnership, and being open to receiving unconditional love in a time of need. We also navigate the raw emotions of PTSD and finding light in the the dark shadows of our souls. If you or anyone you know is struggling with symptoms of depression, postpartum depression, PTSD, and anxiety, please reach out to a safe person for you and seek professional care. Linked in the show notes is a link for online therapy and the suicide hotline number. We hope that you can find comfort in this episode knowing you are not alone. Um, hello everybody. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> and I don't Let know why. The angels sing. <laughs> <laughs> We're so giddy about being back. Um, I'm very excited and I think Amber is as well. <laughs> I mean, if my smile doesn't say like it's gonna start hurting my face soon. I know. Actually, I was just thinking, ow, my hair just got like really caught in my glasses. Hold on. Um <laughs> sorry about that I was actually thinking that we should like put this on YouTube too for like people oh. who want to also um watch it like why not I love that like content upon content is uh what Gary V says <laughs> yeah it's yeah no recycling your content I love mm-hmm. it yeah so I think that we should maybe do that um, that would be really cool. Cause I was just about to be like, oh, you can't see our smiles, but the one plus side of the distance right now is that we're being forced to record our podcast. Cause I think in the past we were like, Hey, we're going to do YouTube. And then we were like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> um, but now we're like, Hey, it's recorded anyway. So um, well, I love that. Find and us you on good. YouTube. If you want to see what we look like when we speak. <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. Um, Speaking of YouTube, I am going to be creating a YouTube channel. I got this really cool camera for my um, laptop, so I'm excited. Ooh, I love that. Yes, please do. Hold on, I'm going to tilt my camera a little. All right. Now that we're going on YouTube. <laughs> my cat will definitely go. appear into this, so. What'd you say? Look at t- my cat will definitely be appearing in this episode. Yes, please. Um, so Sarah. everyone's aware. Sarah, not Gracie. <laughs> Sarah, not Gracie, but if somebody's got a Gracie out there, or someone Gracie does have a Gracie, I know like exactly a name where you that, got Gracie from. Yeah, if there's like a, a Gracie, like, um, yeah, or like that name resonates with you, I don't know. She's so Callie, Callie has Gracie. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, maybe. Oh, yeah, right? Yeah, no, Callie has Gracie the dog. Oh, no, her name's Sadie. Oh, well, now I got it wrong. <laughs> Callie, I'm very sorry because she will actually listen to this. <laughs> no, it's not you, Callie. Sorry, but hey. Oh, why did I think her name was probably because she was hanging out with Grace at the same time? I don't know. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. Bye. Bypassing this conversation. <laughs> okay. 
We're back, guys. Hey, it's Marcolina, and I'm back. <laughs> this is Amber Dolan back. And she's back too. <laughs> I don't know. I've not had an easy transition into this. No. But you know what? I think because that's like in our um, oh, because that's a thing now. We'll we'll mention it. We'll get more into details, but I'm just gonna mention it quick is that we have our own podcast now. And I think we've gotten really used to like, just like when you're alone, obviously you don't have someone to bounce off of. And then when you do interviews, they're not usually like your best friends, you know, like where you're like giddy and laughy and silly. Um, And so it's been a long time since we've done a podcast where we like, it's a shared podcast, you know, like we're like, we're not like, cause when I do my solo episodes, like on my own podcast, like I'm always like, all right, just right into the topic, (laughs) you know, let's go in. But now I'm like, ooh, I have someone to talk to. <laughs> well, what's interesting is we, both of us do interviews, but we're not interviewing each other. It is a shared podcast. Yeah. And so, yeah, no, it's a very different format. Mm-hmm. So I think we're transitioning fine. I think. <laughs> oh, so much grace, so much love and grace. I mean, first yeah. off, this is already better than the first episode ever. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm pretty sure the first episode I'm whispering on, like, I'm literally like, hello everybody. My name is Marcolina DeLeo and I'm very nervous. And this is my story. <laughs> what is your name? Um, well, this podcast, I usually go by Marcolina. Oh, excuse me. That's a sign. I usually go by Marcolina DeLeo. Um, but on my, my new podcast, I go by Marky Alfonso. So and that's also your Instagram. And that's, and that's also TikTok. my Instagram. So you um, really need, if you need to stick with that name. I know. I know. So what's so, your name, Marcolino? Marky I mean, Alfonso. Yeah. Marky. So if you want to call me Marcolina, if that's what you call me, you could call me that. Um, Cause then you obviously know me on a more personal level. And that means you listen to this podcast, which is really awesome. Um, and if you want to call me Marky and it's easier, go right ahead too. <laughs> but I do have, you're right. I do have a new Instagram and I don't remember if like our, our outro even has our Instagrams. Um, oh, we're going to have to re-record changed. both intro and outro. Also, fun fact for anyone doing a podcast, anchor.fm, like the best fucking thing in the world. You could literally add the music right there on the app in the desktop thing. So like when we redo our intro and outro, all you have to do is press background music and then you get to choose which of your back. And it's just, it's so easy. It is mm-hmm. so fucking easy. It is so easy. I like live and breathe anchor right now (laughs) (laughs) anchor's awesome no like we used to use simple cast and move um, over simple cast i'm sorry yeah Yeah, like if you're paying and stuff like really go go use anchor it's really an awesome platform it's made like doing a podcast so easy um and if you need that sign like inspiration to do a podcast and you're wondering where to start anchor is where to start thank you thank you for letting me splurge about about anchor like we said we're, we're we're coming back and it has been almost a year um I'm pretty sure we recorded our last episode in August of 2020 um so it's been a oh year yeah or maybe I didn't even make that no we did we did it right before my wedding right or right after my wedding it was like in that time frame yeah. 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 We did it like last minute. Um, like let's just get this last episode out. So, 
our lives have changed <gasps> so much, obviously. I'm sure all of your lives have changed um, drastically. Also, how are you guys? Um, before we dive into ourselves too, how are you? Um, <laughs> and also message us on Instagram, letting us know how you are. Yes. Um, I think I still am able to log in to speak up. I have no clue how or what the password <laughs> is. Um, <laughs> okay, no, no. I'll we'll pass our own ones and they have to yeah. group chat us. Yeah. You know what? I think, yeah, like definitely like send it, you could send it to, um, both of our accounts. Cause I think that's where you'll get most of our information too. And even though this is its own podcast, there's, there's so much more on our personal pages that I think you would get more value out of this, that listening to this podcast and beyond. Um, because now being that it's been so much time, we have lots of content, um, for you guys, lots of things we've created, um, lots of things that have been out. I mean, if you're like a, an OG fan or been here along the way, you probably like already follow us um, on our new I'm pages. The Salty Rose. Hi, Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so if you don't follow us, um, definitely we'll link our, our stuff in the show notes so that you don't have to do the work. Um, and we'll put it in the episode too. So if you have your phone, you can pick it up and be like, what'd she say in that outro? And just type it real quick. Yeah, I like it. So perfect. Um, yeah. What's so the light. topic, Marcelina? All right. So we were talking, of course, beforehand, because that's what we always do. I think for an hour and 20 minutes, Chris. Oh my God. I we really had wine. I should have had wine. Right. Why didn't I grab wine? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, because we don't need or it. tea. Oh yeah, tea. I do have water. I do have water. Do you have water? No. Oh my God. You must be so thirsty. Do you want to get a drink? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't have sure. to pee. <laughs> you have to pee? No, then I would have to. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, anywho, uh, so today's topic that we were talking about, because um, as Amber and I always do, we have really soulful conversations and about life, and we'd love to share that with you guys, and we just would love to take you guys on the journey we have been on as individuals and even as friends, um, because, you know, this podcast has been a very intertwining journey of both of our lives and experiences. Um, so yeah, like, let's just talk about what we've been up to and our, what did, what did we say? What came up, what we've been up to and what this topic relates to is what we call it the healing plan. Right. Can I borrow that from you? The healing plan. Isn't that what you called your, um... Oh, it was a healing menu. Okay. So I'm going to say, I like, the healing I like plan. yeah. Okay. I like so, that better. For this, um, for this, time. for this. So we were talking about the healing plan and not that, and don't be fooled by plan. Like, you know, like we, we have the key to what you need to do, but more of what was planned for us that we did not see. Um, Cause the last time we were here, we were talking about everything we were manifesting. Like, what did we want to go do? And, um, and we'll get to that. We'll tell you if we actually did do some of the stuff that we were talking about. And if you don't follow us, you'll get to find out um, on social media. Cause if you follow us on social media, then you already know. <laughs> it's no surprise or secret. Anywho, um, what was I saying what, uh, about social media? Healing plan. Oh, healing plan. Um, so we were manifesting all this stuff, but what we didn't realize is that there was this whole healing plan for us within everything that we were manifesting in our life, um, that 
in some ways I would say that we weren't really prepared for, but I guess that's just like the way life is. Um, you're not necessarily going to be prepared for the, for some of the things you go through, or maybe you are being prepared. You're just not seeing it because you don't, you're trying to avoid it. And then, and then the universe is like, wake the fuck up and then punches you. And then you're just like, Oh my God, there's so much shit going on in my life. <laughs> yes. Yes. I love that. Yeah. So do you want to go first? Ooh, okay. So first off, um, I was pregnant about to, or just had gotten married. I don't remember where that episode was, but there was definitely marriage and there was definitely a baby on the way. And both those things definitely happened. Sparkalina definitely left. Um, <laughs> it was definitely sad. <laughs> it was definitely sad. But actually, to touch on that for a second, when you were talking, I started getting into the the energy of the Speak Up podcast, which felt different. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't had an experience that energy in a while. Same. <laughs> and, and just to speak on on speak up although it took a hiatus it is still very much like a it's a beautiful collaboration like what we talk about where our lives are the mere fact that we're putting this out there for others to to just listen if they they feel called to listen or or take steps in their life or just become more aware and conscious of what's happening around them and within them like that's what this podcast is about and we're speaking up about it and it's the guide to your soul like so I'm just I'm just feeling into that energy right now and I'm I'm very proud that we are we are not only on this today but that we've created all the episodes that we've created in the past so honoring that hmm. and um my healing journey so nothing really so from the months the rest of 2020 I was just gearing up to have Lily and it's really what, like, having Lily is, is my transformational story in and of itself. So my soul definitely knew that I was going to go through a transformation um, that my mind just couldn't handle. And I signed up for Meredith Rom's priestess program back in December. So, and I literally started it and then had Lily. And once I had Lily... Now, this is all retrospect because in it, I didn't know. So what I'm about to speak on is, again, awareness of now looking back on the past, not awareness in the moment. Um, but I will speak to moments that happened that you, you, you mothers might be able to um, relate to. So I was very much, I, I loved my baby. That was not something that I... I struggled with. I know that there's been many people who have gotten postpartum depression and that there was a strong disconnect with their baby. So I didn't have a strong disconnect with my baby. I was trying to figure out my role as a mom and my role as a wife while in the midst of being a whole bunch of people's company because I live with my mom and dad. And with that, I was carrying this like baggage of, I have all the help in the world, so I should just be fine. And so I just lived in that mentality. So my mind was very much like in survival mode in that time frame. And when I did reading on postpartum depression, I was definitely in postpartum depression. It came across as anger. 
because my anxiety comes out as anger. And so when I felt like Lily was ever unsafe, um, I would I would basically like go into full-fledged mama bear mode. And I don't carry that with a badge of honor. And I'm sorry if you guys can hear that noise. That is my cat. It's not too bad. It's not picking up too much. Okay. I can hear it in my headphones when I say something. Um, so for example, Jacob would be carrying Lily or changing her diaper. And all of a sudden he was like doing something wrong. And I thought her safety was in, in, in danger. And I would like move him out of the way and take over the situation or get like, and, and be really pissed, like make sure that he knew that he screwed up. Meantime, me and Jacob are recently married and my role as a wife is now completely pushed over to the side because I'm trying to learn how to be a mom. And I felt this, I knew something was off, but again, I'm in the mentality that I have all the help in the world. So I must, I must be fine. I must be fine. And no one, like none of my friends have had children. The people that I'm relating to are people that had children 20 plus years ago. Like <laughs> there's no, there's no in between for me. And the reason why I'm on the other side and it feels like coming out of a fog. It's not this like easy transition where it's like night and day for me. I'm coming out of a fog, like the fog's lifting. And it's because there's been moms out there that have asked me or have told me stories. So, and I wasn't even planning on talking about this, but this past weekend, I was with one of Jacob's friends who has a kid 18 months. So just um, a year plus older than, than Lily. And she asked me like, how are you doing? And I gave a generic answer and she looked at me and she goes, no, how are you doing? Hmm. And that really stood out to me because she definitely would be a person that I wouldn't expect. Like I wasn't expecting that kind of getting it from her because I hadn't experienced it yet. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't in a place to get it either, if that makes sense. Like I was so much in the fog that if someone probably said to me that back then, I'd be like, I'm fine. Like I'm fucking fine. I was not fucking fine. I was in the thick of it. I was full on rage, feeling like I should be just fine living in that mentality and super hard on myself super hard on myself I mean to the one of the first things I was on a call with Meredith and I was like okay so I'm really mean to my husband and like I know that this is affecting my child and I'm also not a great sister so like fix me and she was like Amber can you show yourself a little compassion like you just had a kid like six days ago no no I can't I need to fix this issue I am an issue fix me because I I can't I can't do this. Like I should be my higher self. Like my higher self wouldn't act this way. And almost as if my higher self was on like the outside of myself. So there was anger, there was rage, there was anxiety and a mentality again, of which just like, you should be fine. You have all the support in the world. You should be fine. But this weekend, and there's been a few circumstances like that where, where other moms have said something. Hi, Sarah. Um, 
and recently this this mom reached out and she was just sharing her story she doesn't know mine she does she does not know the rage and I look forward to sharing this episode with her but um she was just like I I need me time I I don't I don't have me time like I need to go outside for a minute and I feel guilty for having me time like a minute 60 seconds I feel guilty for having me time I get that like there I mean and and forget about people say mom's guilt like it's no big word it's a huge phrase to be saying mom's guilt Sarah I need to off. like mom's guilt I, it, it, it is burdening like it's not just something you feel like you feel guilty if you have a cookie right mm-hmm. if you're in a mindset of of like okay with food like you feel guilty if you have one too many cookies it feels uncomfortable mom's guilt is like you are just the most terrible human being you are shit on this earth kind of feeling Mm -hmm. and when you are in that kind of mindset and you are so hard on yourself and so critical of yourself like you bet you're gonna be mean to other people even even like and that's that's the awareness of which I've had is like if I'm speaking like this to myself it doesn't matter how nice I was before you know having Lily like I'm not going to be nice to other people if I think that they're messing up with my kid because I'm mama bear if I'm this hard on myself with my kid about my kid like I need to be the perfect mom Jacob then needs to be the perfect dad so you bet he better be living up to that perfection and if he's not I'm going to let him know Again, total postpartum depression if you freaking read. And no doctor talks about this. They talk mm-hmm. about, you know, you'll feel disconnected from your kid. You, you won't love your kid. Something that people completely fear. I went in thinking that, oh my God, I'm going to get postpartum depression, right? And not knowing what it was. If I knew about it, the way that it should actually be presented, mm-hmm. then... I might've gotten help earlier. Yeah. Or if Jacob knew what the postpartum depression um, stats actually are, he might've been able to be like, hey, Amber, I don't hate you right now. I actually, I really love you and I really care about you. I'm gonna like, we need to get you help. Mm-hmm. And instead of him thinking that he's this terrible fucking person, right? Cause I was causing so much harm to him as I was me. Yeah. And so, yeah, so th- this, this cycle that I was in, it was the consistency of my coaches, Meredith and Zoe. And then um, I signed up for a business course. It was like uh, 10 weeks long with Amber Lillistrom and her assistants, Kristen and Liza. And Liza just had a baby. Mm-hmm. So Zoe, I'm learning about having this compassion. Like when I'm doing voice dialogue sessions, what voice dialogue sessions is, is you go into the voice of whatever character that is. So like, I'm talking about mom's guilt. Let's, I'm going to let mom's guilt talk about Amber in third person and tell me how terrible I am. And then she reflects back to me. That's, that's really hard. I'm really sorry to hear that. Like, it must be really, really tough for you right now. Like, basically just giving so much love to this voice that I hate within me and when that part of you receives love 
the part that you're shaming, the part that you put in the closet, the part that you don't want anyone to know about. I mean, the mere fact I'm talking about this on a podcast today is, <laughs> I mean, it's really good, right? Like this is yeah. a really good conversation, but I wouldn't be, when I asked you to do the Speak Up podcast again, I was not in a place to talk about this. So I'm glad that we do it now because yeah. it was only within the last six weeks that this really has morphed and changed into what I now can speak of. So Meredith was giving me compassion and I was still like, no, I need to be fixed. And then those voices were being heard and those voices were being given love. Again, this is called voice dialogue. Please Google it. Um, You can do it with yourself. Like you don't need a facilitator. I didn't like once I did it once with Zoe, I've been doing it ever since by myself. Like this is not not something you you don't need to sign up. You have these voices inside of you. All you need is the love self. Mm-hmm. um or your wisdom or awareness or protector like why are you here what are you here for like what's your role mom's guilt is just to protect me to be the best mom that I can be right like that's the goal of mom's guilt you need to be a best the best mom that's a role that I cannot exist so mom's guilt has like received so much love now that I can recognize it and give it love when I feel it coming up And then I met Amber and Liza. Again, this is about a business coach, okay? I'm not expecting to receive compassion and love in this group. Like I'm expected to like, let's learn numbers. Let's learn how to like build the best business in the entire world. Like, let's go, like give me the tools. And I had, (laughs) I'm talking to Liza and I'm like, and, and, and Amber and I'm just like, I, I don't know how to do this. Like, I don't know how to be a mom and start a business. I don't know how people do it. Like I, her naps range from 20 minutes to like an hour. If I have a client call or if I have a a podcast I want to do and I have to do it during her nap time, like this feels impossible because then I'm not giving my full attention to my business and I'm not giving full attention to my, my daughter. That brings back the mom guilt. Like this is, this feels debilitating. And Liza was like, honey, breathe. I get it. I'm living it with you. And, and she didn't have answers for me because she was going through it with me. But to know that someone else was going through it with me was the deal breaker, right? Like, I mean, when I was first starting my transformation to begin with back five years ago, it was, I'm getting teary-eyed. Um, it came out of this need to be perfect. And even when I was doing the self-care, I was like, I'm doing it to be perfect. Like the perfect spiritual person, the perfect person that loves everyone and is light. And, and let's not talk about the dark, right? And then it was through meeting people and they were like, no, you don't have to shame the dark. Like, let's talk about the dark. Like, let's be in the dark. Like, let's do this together. It was being with, in, in community with Mark Elena, with you and, and being like, let's sit in this. Let's sit in this. So for me, my healing plan was signing up for these programs. And can you hear that too? Because that's my cat licking herself. No. Okay. <laughs> it's just coming through my headphones. Um, it was, yeah, I didn't even know that I was going to go into this, but the healing plan for me was to sign up for these groups 
to meet the people that I needed to meet to receive the compassion and love and relatability that I needed to hear to recognize that a being a perfect mom is never a thing I'm going to be perfectly imperfect Mm -hmm. to take care of myself first and foremost is what's best for my daughter to take care of me first not second not third first and then take care of my daughter and of course her needs need to be met when they actually need to be met but like when am I taking like am I taking the time out of the day to make sure that I'm okay Mm -hmm. um rewriting mom guilt rewriting mom guilt and and knowing that she's there and also when we're casting away and this is like the biggest so the relating people relating to me or people telling me it's okay or giving me that compassion being those mirrors for me of love Mm -hmm. has been the biggest game changer again it's through the signing up these with these programs I wouldn't have known like it was a hell yes in my body I would have never known that actual value I was getting out of it because you don't think of that mm-hmm. and then oh dark when we cast away the dark so when we cast away mom's guilt when we cast that away or, or whatever your darkness is whatever you're like not wanting anyone to fucking know I mean that's the point I was like no one can know this and when someone did find out about this I was like hands up hands up. Like I'm, I'm under attack. I'm like, this sucks. Like I'm going to court. I felt like it actually felt like that. I felt like I had been arrested and now I'm putting in front of a judge mm-hmm. and, um, and put on the spotlight and being told of like, and these are my voices too, right. Of how terrible of a wife I am. So it's not just mom's guilt. It was terrible wife too. Um, when we cast away those dark, we also are casting away the light we're casting away compassion. We're forgetting about love. We're forgetting about wisdom. We're forgetting about our soul. Like as soon as we cast away that darkness, because we don't want anyone to know about it, we're casting away the light too. And, and you can't exist that way. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can, but it's going to eat you. And it was eating me. And so here I am today. I'm getting not, not a perfect wife not a perfect um mother but the compassion I give myself today the community that I have around me to be like okay I'm feeling this way today with my with Lily and receiving like mama you got this mama you got this from from and not to discount it like my parents but someone who has a kid right this very second like and and is in it who experiences this in real time with me has been like I feel so less alone I feel because it it wasn't just like mom guilt and, and and terrible wife it was just like I must be so terrible that I can't that I am not living up to anyone's expectation so I need to like hide <laughs> I need to hide so, and it, it was nice to know that I didn't need to hide any longer, that there was other people out there. And it was through those other people out there that I was able to like talk to Jacob about it or, or talk to you about it today mm-hmm. or, or talk about this on the podcast. So community, I guess would be like my healing, right? We're going with healing plan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Community. Um, and and a healing plan that has no solution it's just what was it just planned is. for us it's just- yes it was planned for us and this realization and the tools given to me by my coaches of like 
transforming the dark and giving it love because it still exists yeah but it gives so much love and it's through that that like jacob even said yesterday he goes amber the last few weeks have been incredible with you he was like yes we still have moments but like they're not destroying our days yeah and and the mere fact that he's able to say our moments instead of like my moments yeah like it, it's now not that you know the two of us but it's like back to where we were previous to baby of like we'd still have moments like we're a couple yeah two people who have clashing ideas at times right so like so it's our moments we still have our moments but they're not destroying us they're not destroying our marriage and that's that's where we were headed and also now lily gets to experience i do have to say this there was this game changer where i was looking as if i was looking through lily's eyes at what she was experiencing now you would think that this would destroy me, but I was at the level where I was like, I can no longer hide in the dark. And I need to bring love into this. So I already had that awareness and I'm like looking through her eyes and I was like, I don't want this for her anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't want this for her anymore. Like, not only do I not want it for me, I don't want it for her. And so that brings on like this, things have got to change, which means I need to start giving myself love because that's the only way Lily's going to receive the love that she needs absolutely so yeah it's a whole bunch of love it's a whole bunch of compassion it's community and it's it's not casting away the dark because when you cast away the dark you also cast away the light and we need the light like we're we're souls having a human experience like the only way we can keep going through this life is if we know that that there's light yeah it's like you wouldn't um you, you would never know the stars are there if it didn't get dark right you know very much so and I agree with that like in the and then you would know the light the stars were there if they didn't have light yeah and I I really I totally understand that I love that and that's beautiful that's a beautiful journey that you've been going through and I think it speaks very loudly to many mothers Mm -hmm. and what they have gone through and 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 thank you for I mean Mark Lena is the one who who created (laughs) the plan for today and um and held space when I was very hesitant to even speak on this topic. And so I just, I appreciate you and giving me the space to have voice and forget about the podcast, just with you in general, like, of course it, it, you are my best friend and, and I didn't, I don't need to be in the shadows with you. I don't need to be in the shadows with anyone, but like, it feels you need to start somewhere, you need to start somewhere with someone that you could feel that level of trust that's like outside of anybody you knew before, you know? Right. Um, Or even if you knew them, I mean, I guess there's no, there's no rules. Just find the person (laughs) where you find that like level of trust, because Mm -hmm. the reason we're all in this place is because we truthfully, it's because we have low self-esteem and we have low self-esteem because of the things that we have experienced in that anytime people like say these comments or take these attacks at us or what feels like attacks you know that's why it was so important to find that love because when you truly find that love you no longer register the words of people as hate or or harm it's more of a projection it's more their own experience and it's more of a new boundary for you Mm -hmm. rather than uh taking over um 
but that takes a lot, a lot of fucking work to get to that place, to be able to register, to be able to see that this is no longer hate. Um, and I've said this to you before, and we've talked about it a lot is how it hurts so bad when people say that stuff is because we believe it. Like we actually believe what they say and it hurts because we've said it too. And now it's out there. Um, but I think it's so truthful when like that, um, when they say you're, you're, what is it? Your external experience is the reflection of your internal mind or something like yes. that. Yes. yes, yes. Um, and I think we all forget that though, when we get um, uh, faced with it, you know, like, of course we're going to meet someone being so unkind when literally this morning getting ready, you know, I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, you fat fuck. Like, you know what I, I mean? Like, and then I go and I'm expecting the world to be kind to me when it's like, you need to be kind to you. You need to validate yourself. You need to find that love because even if you had someone go and compliment you, you wouldn't even hear it anyway. So what does it matter? Exactly. exactly. You know, and I think that's like, that's a hard, hard thing to realize. And for me, it's took my whole life, 29 years, literally like, like the last couple of weeks, similar to you of like just downloads, honestly, the last week or week, uh, two weeks of downloads. Like I finally understand why it's so important to love yourself it's mm -hmm. not that you're not going to meet someone or you know there's many people there are people who do not love themselves and been with people for years and there's people who do not love themselves and have been single for years um all the same you're all the same whether you have a partner or not you're all the same because both of you do not believe you are deserving of any of the love that you are getting and if you do not believe that you are deserving of love, then you just don't accept it. And that you're, you're, you're constantly in pain, you know, like I'm someone who did not believe I was deserving of love, even though I felt like I was deserving of love, but then had like a lot of hate and, you know, it creeps back up when you just don't find that, that space for yourself and you keep running from the darkness and then you don't get to see the light and, and. I think you highlight a lot of beautiful points for many people and many mothers and fathers too. It's a, it's a parent's journey. It is. And, and now that I'm able to speak about my journey, there was this guy, um, Randy, he's about to become a father and he interviewed me because he wants to help um, fathers support their women who are pregnant and, and mm. have children and, and through that whole transition. And I said to him, our brain matter actually changes like us women and he goes so does men and I looked at him and I was like thank you for sharing that with me because I have not been treating my husband as such hmm. like he's going through something too yeah so I thank you for bringing that up here because like that's that's a very important like yes they're not going through a chemical imbalance of a of birth like hormones yeah of hormones but actually having their child does change some of their their brain matter and they're going through the same deprivation sleep deprivation as you and me time like he doesn't get that anymore yeah so there there's that there's that yeah I think and I I, I know that like obviously a mother and father or individuals who um conceive babies they of course they go through the obvious, but also individuals who do not see, conceive babies that are a part of that. I mean, your whole life changes, everybody's life changes and like any drastic change, it's, it's going to have its 
ebbs and flows, Mm -hmm. (laughs) lots of ebbs and flows. And until we, we stop trying to avoid the ebbs and only wanting the flows, (laughs) will it like not get better? Okay. (laughs) I I love that. I love that. There's one more thing that I want to touch upon and it, it like, it really closes in on, on how much this journey has Mm -hmm. changed for me and where I'm at this past Sunday, I was part of, I'm coming to the end of the priestess program now. And so go back to where I was at the beginning where I'm like, change me, fix me. Right. Mm -hmm. And we're in circle and we're just to hold space for other women and say what we like words of kindness when we see them or when we're in their energy. And it gets to me and I'm just like, my soul just keeps saying, breathe it in. So every time someone gives me a word, like I'm breathing it in, I'm breathing it in. And then, and then, oh my God, Rita says, feel it in your heart. And I put my hands on my heart and I start sobbing Mm -hmm. because I, on this journey, have criticized myself so much. And I'm now, again, I like the fog has lessened, right? It's not, it's not completely, I'm not, I'm not in sunny weather yet. Um, But I am at a point where I'm just like, I can think kind of ways about myself. I can believe kind words. That's, that's, I can believe this. And it was through the mirrors of these other women. And when I started crying, they started crying because they're like, we want this to be true for you too. Like, and it, it goes back to what you were saying of this. If we are unkind, if we don't love ourselves, even if our partner does, right. We're not going to feel it. Yeah. Not, as, not to the fullest extent that we can feel it as he, you know, soul time. No, you really can't. Like I, I've been with my husband and that's going to be part of my story. I got a husband oh. now um, <laughs> um, for six, seven years. I can't really remember right now off the top of my head. Sorry, babe. Um, still love it. It has to be closer <laughs> to seven because I've been with Jacob for five. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So been, been a while. Um, And I think one of the hardest parts of our relationship is the fact that I didn't love myself Mm -hmm. and that he loved me so deeply, but I I wasn't able to see it, you know, and it's, it's a really, really hard thing to, um, it takes a lot of courage to reflect and to admit when you are the cause to to pain and you're the cause to your own pain Mm -hmm. and, it's hard, you know, it's not an easy thing to do and it's deep and it's, it's emotional and, um, it's worth it because there's nothing to feel shameful about in the end. And that's what you learn. Like, I feel like I've been thinking about this, like, um, and this is going a little off topic, but like signs of like knowing someone's actually gone through a spiritual awakening versus people who are just trying to follow the, the fad of a spiritual awakening. Um, and one of those signs is the, the realization that there actually is no shame. There's no shame. There's no, there's no judgment. Um, it really is truly learning what unconditional love actually is for yourself and then for others. And then when you're met with that hate, you're met with that anger, you really don't perceive it as hate or anger anymore. You perceive it as someone lacking unconditional love, as someone yes. that is at a place that you can't really understand and you're not meant to understand, you know, but you're also not meant to judge. And I think that's like a big part too, like that judgment of self, 
um, always projects onto others. And so as, as long as you are judging yourself, you will continue to judge everybody around you to some sort of extent. And you'll even judge people who love you already unconditionally. And you'll perceive them and their behaviors as judgment, as harm, as hurt when all it is is trying to help, you know? And then when you get to that point and you get to that awakening stage, at least at that point of like, what unconditional love can be perceived at, it's no longer that feeling of like, oh my God, they're judging me. It's more like they care about me. You know, they see something's not right in me. They see that I have greater potential outside of what I am doing. You know, it's not that they're trying to harm me. Your ego always wants to be validated for how you feel. We're really selfish beings, truthfully. We're just designed that way. It's not our yeah. fault. We, we were born this way. We were born to be very, very um, selfish and egocentric. And it takes a lot of self-reflection to actually get past that and to really get to your ego to understand that what people say and in any way, positive or negative, should not validate anything for you. The only thing that should validate is you. And when you are letting someone, even, even a positive thing, like say you go and make a post and everyone's like, hey, I love you so much. That It's great that people say that, but you also, it's not because you need validation. It's okay for it to make you feel good, but be mindful that it is not something that you are searching to validate that you are good at what you do because you know what you are good at what you do and you know what you need to work on. And same with the negative. It does not validate the negative voices in your mind. It does not validate the darkness that told you you fucking sucked. It does not validate anything. When that is a projection, when you see both, both, whether it's saying you got this and you're awesome or you suck and you should give up, they are both the projection that you need to see and understand that that, that validation, all that is showing you is what you want, okay? You want that. You want to look in the mirror and say it to yourself and you believe it that you said it, you know? And then not that it doesn't like, of course, like you should go and compliment people, but that was something Gary Vee said too, is that compliments shouldn't be something to validate. It should be something that we just do naturally. We should be complimenting people. We should be picking people up. We should be letting people know that, that it's okay when they're not the perfect mother. We should be recognizing that when someone's coming from a place of anger and they just went through, their life is literally upside down, that we should be asking them more questions about how they are doing and maybe what they need rather than judging of what you see and perceive. Because truthfully, you probably do it in your own damn life then. Because if you are so quick to judge that person and not see it as a struggle of, or them just being a genuine human being, then there's something in your life that you are judging yourself to. I guarantee it. I guarantee that there is something that you are not holding kindness, grace, and space for. But in the end, it doesn't matter. Because if that person doesn't have that ability to do that, fine. But it's our job to take that and take ownership that we are. And the end, at the end of the day, we are only searching for the, our own self-love, acceptance, our own validation, because with that, we get to be the best fucking human being that we could possibly be for the people that need it. We are not for everybody. And that's fine. But we need to get to a place as individuals that we could be okay with not being for everybody, that we can know that we are still loved, we are still held, we are still accepted, whether people around us in that moment, see that. And that's what it is. It's a moment. 
And in every single moment you have, like, I'm sorry, like you have to believe that whether it's a higher power, God, universe, they are holding you. You are held. Your higher conscious is always available to hold you. Always. It's just a matter of tapping into that higher conscious versus choosing the darkness. And that's how like I feel. On my walk this morning, because on my walk, literally, I said, um, it doesn't matter if it's a negative phrase or a positive phrase, you can't give it value. Yeah. And you just said that. And I was like, you, you were in my head this morning. That's what just occurred. I love that. See, see, we're both on the same page. Like, and, and obviously if you're listening to this, you're on the same page too. We like, there is no cure to stopping people from saying things. There is no way to prevent anything from happening to you. Nothing. There's nothing you could do. Every single person goes through shit. Every single person faces some sort of negativity. There's nothing you could do other than to work on your own damn self and to just, find your own peace, tap into that and get to a place where you really understand that you don't need this outside of you when you, and making those boundaries. Um, it was freezing on you. Was my voice freezing too? No. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, that's when I feel. <laughs> well, Margalena, since we've talked so much about me, you ready? Yes. You ready? My turn. All right, y'all. So y'all, I never say y'all. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. All right, everyone. Um, so the last, um, I do want to let you know, like, so that last episode that we were rec- recorded moments before we recorded, Amber and I had spoke about how, uh, John and I should just get married and we shouldn't wait for our wedding. Um, and so we recorded that episode. And then right after that episode, I went and I spoke to John and um, texted my family. And within two weeks, John and I got married in my childhood home um, in New York. And it was a beautiful wedding. It was small. It was um, really just beautiful. My dad made, my dad, my brother made this beautiful arch. My mom did all like beautiful decorations with my mother-in-law. And it, it just was incredible. My brother um, married us. And so it was a really, really beautiful experience. And then John and I hit the road, um, to, to the West coast. And as of right now, I am currently living in Nevada still. (laughs) Um, when we first got here, life did not go, um, as planned. And it was interesting because it, what I was learning, um, was the, this weird phenomenon between things being wildly beautiful in your life, versus um, things really sucking and trying to find like happiness and trying to enjoy the happiness within the really shitty time. And, un- and like, why is it shitty? Um, and the truth is, is like, it, for me, it actually like went back to March. Um, and I don't wanna get into too much details, but I will t- say a little more than I have ever said. Um, I went on a walk with Amber and before unexpectedly I was attacked by a dog and I don't really want to talk more, more about it. Cause it gets me really sad still. Um, but it changed my life and in ways it changed my life. Like honestly, at the time it felt really, really bad. It felt really bad. Um, and I was really, really angry and being in a place where I'm like this soulful person and I'm like, 
what is going on? Like, why did this have to happen? Because, you know, everything that I loved, like, as you guys know, on this podcast, like I love going hiking. I love doing that. And in that moment where I was attacked in a place, I was in nature where I should have felt safe. I, I wasn't. And so I was really, really mad about it. And it was really hard for me for a while. And like many times in my life, I, I disassociated from the pain. Um, and what I wasn't expecting that day beyond just the dog attacking me was it steering up trauma that already existed within me. Um, I have sexual trauma that I have not dealt with um, when I was 14 and when I was 18. And it was really, really hard um, to get attacked by that dog and not, not understand um, how PTSD works. Sorry, just need a moment. I wasn't expected to talk about this, but it was hard to not understand how PTSD worked or even to know that I had been living with it for years before that moment and how it stores itself in the tissues of your body. And when the dog attacked me, he, you know, ripped the tissues of my body and it was like everything I had suppressed and didn't want to deal with um, at the forefront was coming and, and hitting me like a ton of bricks to say the least. And I didn't know what to do. And so I just suppressed it. I disassociated um, and I continued to just work and work and work and work and work. And until I got, um, I went to New York, I got married and I got to Nevada and life started to slow down and I couldn't avoid it anymore. I couldn't avoid the pain that it was causing me or what I was, I, or I couldn't even just process it. And I started going, I started seeing a therapist and just trying to feel into those feelings. And what I, I wasn't expecting when I got to Nevada is just like how much time I needed to heal and how much I needed to heal and how, how little I, allowed myself to feel any of the pain in my entire life um, because I would hate myself every time I felt pain and I don't know why. So, I mean, I do wanna say this, if you're someone like me who every time you feel that, that pain that you just can't understand that you weren't able to process when you were a kid and, or even like into your adult years, like you're not a bad person. You're not a bad person when you can't process that, when you feel that anger, when that anxiety comes up and it shows as this, it feels like a beast inside of you that shouldn't exist, but it's because it's honestly like this little kid who just like has not been heard for years and years and years and years. And the truth is, is like what we were saying before that unconditional love, um, people wanted to hear me. I just didn't want to accept it. I wasn't willing to accept the love. I wasn't willing to see myself in the way that they saw me. And even though I, I, and I guess that was the reason why I turned to spirituality when I did, um, and the goddess Kali Ma came into my life and she just destroyed everything. Um, but she destroyed everything that I didn't need anymore. <laughs> like the pain and the hate. And she helped me try to understand that this pain and what I thought was hate was just trying to show me a different way to be as a person and ways that I could help others. 
Um, but first I have to be able to help myself. And that's been my biggest journey is trying to learn and understand that I am capable of helping myself. I am capable of healing. I deserve the healing. I deserve a beautiful life. I, it is my birthright to be happy. It is my birthright to live freely. It is my, it's like, this is my life and I'm worthy and, and I don't have to hate myself. Um, and that's the thing about PTSD that it's something like does to you is that like when you face that kind of pain, I don't know why your mind wants to hate you. Like, it, like it's like, it can't process it. It can't process like the suddenness of what you went through. And when you don't have that tools to process it, it's like, oh my God, like just stop it. Just get over it. Stop being a victim. Just get over it. And you're not a victim. I mean, at that point you are, you are a victim to your own mind. You're becoming like this person who is like just being cornered and cornered and cornered and you don't have to be. And that it, was, it wasn't your fault. Like anything that happened to you was not your fault. It wasn't my fault. Every, anything I experienced was not my fault. And, and that took a lot for me to process and that you don't have to like, that's what I've learned. I don't have to um, own people's actions. I don't have to take that as my own. And just because something happened to me or just because someone believed something of me or, or like it was my fault because this happened, that's not my belief. And that doesn't make it true just because it's someone else's belief of me. And that's a really hard thing for me to accept is because I really would care about what people thought of me because I was so afraid that if they didn't like me or if they didn't think that what I said was anything, like if they disagreed with it, then oh my God, like, then I'm a piece of shit. They're right. They're right. I'm wrong. Or I'm this, or I'm that, you know, I can't tell you how many times, like I changed my opinion, like talking like in the past to someone, because I just wanted to be in common with them because I was so fearful of not being myself. And I think that a lot of, like, it really went back to like, I was fearful to be myself because there were so many moments where I felt like I was forced to be vulnerable when I didn't want to be. And then I felt like my vulnerability was exposed and then would be taken advantage of. And it was out of my control. And finding this understanding that I can't always control everything, but I am always deserving of love and no matter in any situation. And that that higher conscious, like I was saying before, can always be reached. And that's what I've been trying to work on. And honestly, one of the hardest and best jobs so far that I've done in my life is choosing to heal. And I'm really proud of myself for where I am today. I'm really proud of myself for even pushing through this topic because like you, I didn't even expect it. Like, I didn't even think that I was going to talk about it. I can't even bring myself to talk about it on my own podcast, but I guess, cause you're here. I got my best friend here, like get, helping me, like just supporting me and like, you know, like kind of holding my hands like, as I'm going through this. Um, and like I said, I mean, she was there that day and there's just so much that came in it. Um, that, that, and as much as I was angry, I can honestly say today, I'm thankful for what happened. I'm, I, I don't wish it on anyone. And I don't want to go through it again, but I'm so thankful that it happened because I, I don't, I would have never seen my own potential that I see today. And sitting in that pain was one of the hardest things that I've ever had to do and to feel it and to live through it and to, but to go through it in a place of love finally. And 
like that was really, really hard for me, but really profound. And honestly, it has not been until like the last two weeks where I feel this, like, it's not this false, um, not that it was false when I would have these happy moments before, but it's also, um, it feels really genuine. Like, I feel like I've, I've, I'm actually stepping into this genuine place of, um, I'm a healing woman and I'm proud of it. And I've gone through a lot of shit. And I hope that my story reaches whoever needs to hear it and your story reaches whoever needs to hear it. And that I know like we're gonna save lives. And I know that every single person who chooses to speak up, to, that chooses to put themselves out there to be vulnerable like we are on this podcast and other platforms, it's gonna serve a bigger purpose, you know? And this stuff's like forever, you know? Like our, our kids could see it, our grandkids and our great grandkids, like this doesn't just stop now you know? And so there's so much profoundness in that. And there's so much so like greater than anything that I could experience when I think of it that way. So that's what I've been up to. Um, I did do a lot of traveling, but obviously that wasn't what was on, on my mind. That was so profound for me. Um, but through traveling it, no way. It was, you know what, actually traveling did help because I did make it to Wyoming and when I was, when I was in Wyoming, I was having a really hard time being happy. Cause I was like, oh my God, I'm in Wyoming. Like, this is what I said. This is what I manifested. Like, look at me. And this is so cool. Um, but I also felt really sad and I was mad at myself back then for that. Um, and I'm really like happy and grateful. I went and traveled because through those travels, it helped me realize that things weren't going well, <laughs> you know, and traveling, I still had travel, even though I felt like I lost going out to nature and going for hikes. And, um, and that's the thing I realized too, I didn't lose anything. I've gained a lot. I've gained so much. Um, and I'm just trying to find my way, you know, I just want to be the best version that I could be for myself. Um, because, I too was struggling in my relationship as well and struggling to show up as the partner my husband needed and having big reactions and having big feelings and being the problem and not able to like want to hear it and like the things that would be brought up to me and feeling like oh my god like how could you say that or you know and just getting to a place where things are improving you know like things are finally like you said, the fog is lifting. Um, and that's a beautiful thing. And I'm really grateful. And like I said, if there's anybody out there who is choosing to heal and you're going through that and like that in itself is an incredible job that you are doing and congratulations to you. And I celebrate you. And I know it's not easy, um, but just know that you are held you and you are loved. And we are two healing women who hold you and love you through anything that you're going through. And I love you, Amber. I love you too. Um, and thank you, Amber. Also, it's right back at her. She's always um, through this journey has been someone who has held a lot of space for me. Um, it has not been easy. And she too went through a lot that day. Um, and yeah. <laughs> um, deep stuff deep stuff 
first off, you you touched upon like everything you touched upon. There was there was tears, and you could feel the heartbreak, and you could feel the you could feel it. like anyone who listens to this is going to be able to feel that. And I didn't want to interrupt you, and I did good. because I just wanted to hold you and hug you and like say everything was right my soul was just like no let her let her speak and and then talk to her at the end and the thing that I want to say is trauma and you speaking up about it this is the speak up podcast right it 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 is like you said it it's going to heal someone else's story because you spoke up about it but I, I want you to hear it like you, you might be able to say it and you might be able to even feel it, but like if you could take a second tonight and just like open your heart to receiving mm-hmm. the mere fact that you you went through this. And this is not a badge of honor that you wanted to carry. You have mentioned that mm-hmm. multiple times. Like no one who goes through trauma or has PTSD wants to hold that as a badge of honor. Yet you went through it and yet you're speaking up about it and yet you are going to change not only your life, but so many other people's lives because you spoke up about it. Yeah. So the, the, the thing that I want to point out the most is because of your vulnerability tonight and anyone who chooses to be vulnerable in the future with whomever, it doesn't have to be a, a podcast. It can just be with a friend or a family member, right? Like this, we started off with each other and we went into women's groups. Mm-hmm. that's where our journey started off and like that kind of vulnerability can can change someone in an instant mm-hmm. so thank you like thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you it's not easy to be vulnerable I mean well it came out naturally but um it's not um it's hard for me to like be in a place where I want to like go and share this with the world after but I do know it serves a purpose. And actually recently um, there was an episode on my own podcast that I was, I was going to delete because I got a little emotional in it. And the next day I got a message on Instagram from a stranger who said that she found me on TikTok and which led her to my Instagram, which led her to my podcast, which led her to the exact episode 12 hours before I was going to delete. And she said that that was exactly what she needed to hear when she heard it and she thanked Mm -hmm. me for it and I told her that I was actually going to delete that because I was embarrassed of the vulnerability because it's uncomfortable to be like that and I'm really glad I didn't because I feel I was told to keep it for you and yeah I know it feels uncomfortable to be vulnerable but it's also really important and when I think when we like show that more it gives more of like a welcome to push through that discomfort because that's how we heal like that that is the core of healing is pushing through that really uncomfortable part of being really sad (laughs) and mad you know (sighs) all right my love we did we did good that was really deep I feel really heavy and also slightly tired from my brain (laughs) um so we did pick um, cards for yes. from our universe has your back deck. Um, but before we go into that, did you have any last things that you wanted to say? I'm going to tune in for a second. 
if you are listening to this podcast, it's not by mistake. Hmm. Thank you. All right, I'm going to go to the cards. Okay, so the first card that I got um, was when I lean towards love, I am led. <laughs> this whole freaking podcast. <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? This happened before too. It will happen again. What is your, what, I'll read the next oh, one. Okay. I do whatever it takes to get closer to consciousness. Mm. Mm. Last one is, which I want you guys to know that um, it's a dark sky with stars. I witness the darkness and call on the light with my prayer. Thank you universe for guiding me to perceive this fear through the eyes of the teacher of love. It's really good to be back guys. Um, Amber and I had, uh, before we head out, um, had discussed that we might We'll probably do monthly episodes, just so you guys know. Um, and you know, if we feel called to it, then we'll put out a bonus episode. But that's what feels good for us. So, um, uh, whenever this episode does come out, just it would be probably a month after that. So check in from that date, um, as well as go check out Amber's podcast, um, the Intuitive Goddess podcast, as well as my podcast, Into the World We Go. Um, we're both on Spotify and into the world, um, into the world. <laughs> we're both on Spotify and Apple podcasts <laughs> and we're into the world. <laughs> into the world. And then also Amber has a goddess circle, which, um, hopefully by this point, we probably would have played the ad. So, but just if you didn't listen to the ad, uh, Amber has a goddess circle. So go check it out. Um, yes, find it's on the main moon and the full moon. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. I'm a part of it. It's a growing community. Um, and it's also been a huge part of my healing journey is the goddess circle that she created. So thank you for that, Amber. Um, all right, y'all, y'all, I'm bringing it back. <laughs> we did this actually before too, just so you know, like this is a podcast thing that you used to do. Oh, I did. Yeah. This, oh, that's this so is funny for the speak up. You just, you that is so funny. Hat. You know why it's standing out? Because Cindy, um, recently, sorry, you guys, if you guys want to leave, you can, you can head off, but Cindy starts saying y'all and it starts standing out to me. And I like the way it sounds on her, but I was like, ah, I can't say it. And then ever since I've noticed she said it, I want to say it so bad. Um, but I didn't realize that I said it before. Um, so yeah, that's my word on speak up apparently. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you, Marcolina. And thank you everyone for listening. All right. Love you guys. Love you, Amber. Love you. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating and a review to help promote this podcast. If you want to connect with us more, you can find me, Amber, on Instagram at The Intuitive Goddesses. You can also find me, Marky, on Instagram at intotheworld.life. And you can also find me on TikTok at Into the World with Marky. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> <laughs>